Well, my friends, what a joy it is to be with you this morning, and uh, particularly as I've been going through to all of our parishes that will be coming together uh, in the, you know, just a, a few weeks now. Um, it's been a real joy to be at all the Masses, to, to meet everyone, and in a particular way, we're going to talk about a lot of practical things at that, at that meeting after the 10 o'clock Mass, but it's been a real joy to be able to uh, pray uh, with the readings and to preach upon those because as, as Catholics, we need to see the process that we are undergoing in not just a um, material way or like in business terms, as important as all of those are, but we need to be willing to look at um, everything that happens in our lives with the eyes of faith and to see how the gospel has something to teach us. Now, let me be 100% honest. Um, the gospels, the other weeks, at the other churches have been, have been a lot easier because now that we're at the end of the church year, it's all about the end <laughs> and it's doom and destruction. So, hey, meet your new pastor. Doom and destruction and fire and bri- great. <laughs> Thanks. Um, no, but there is something about the fact that our Lord warns us of a time of distress. And any time that there are changes and sacrifices and difficulties, and anything that needs to happen, and as there will be some difficult decisions to be made in the coming days and weeks, and there will be change, that can be seen as a time of real distress. And it's a, it could be a very difficult time, much like we are um, being warned about the God. Now, I hope, I hope we don't go and say, just like in the book of the prophet Daniel, like, it's a time of unsurpassed distress. No, hopefully it's not that bad, but... Um, The Word of God warns us about these things in a real way. Um, And that that's the purpose of having these these scripture passages pointing to the end so that we can be ready for them, so that we can be, um, so we, we know how to approach them. And so what we're taught today with the scriptures and the whole reason Jesus tells us um, what he tells us and the reason why the prophets tell us what they tell us is first and foremost so that we cannot be afraid. If we know it's coming, as difficult as different situations may be, we need to not be afraid of them. we got to be prepared. We have to be ready. We, we can't be caught off guard. And so we are invited today to, to not be afraid, to be prepared, to be ready. No matter what happens, no matter what comes our way, we will be ready. God told us this would happen. Uh, he told us, he's guiding us, even by the name of our parish, Divine Providence, right? That God's providence has ordered all things. And so he's seen this moment, and he's prepared for it, and he's prepared us for it. Then we hear in our uh, first reading that in the midst of all of this, who will shine brightly? The wise. The wise will shine brightly. Now, what does it mean to be wise? What does wisdom mean? Wisdom is to see everything that happens in the scope of the bigger picture, right? When, when you're wise, you don't just see the particular, but you see the big picture. And that that is something that we always need, that we could get so tunnel visioned and we just focus on, on my own pressing... Pre- Let me tell you, I'll be very honest. I'm a little tunnel visioned right now. Uh, there, what was a little drip of water over at St. Francis is now like an active raining in the church. 
from one of our New England flat roofs, right? So like it's, I'm, I'm a little tunnel visioned on the fact that there's actively water pouring into the one parish where I'm still pastor. Um, but see it in, in a bigger scope, right? Um, we got to see everything, not just focusing on what's, what's most troubling me right now, but rather the big picture, the whys. The whys are going to, in the midst of all kinds of shaking of foundations, of change, of even sadness and loss, the wise know the big picture. The wise know that God and God's divine providence are, or, is ordering all things. That God is still taking care of us. And there's the big picture of God taking care of us, caring for us. The wise shine brightly because we can see the big picture. And we're therefore called to have the, the virtue of wisdom and the gift of wisdom, which is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Second, we hear what does this wisdom point to is something that our Lord says toward the end of the gospel. Amen, amen. Um, in the same way, oh, hold on, nope, I got it right here. Um, but my words will not pass away. No matter what else changes in our city, in our parishes, in our churches, no matter what changes happen, what will stay the same? The gospel of Jesus Christ will not pass away. No matter if it's a different person preaching it, no matter if it's being preached in a different building or in no building at all, out in the middle of the world, the gospel of Jesus Christ never changes. It is the same saving truth that has been offered to God's people, to all people, for the last 2,000 years. And that gospel, which is still offered today, will still be offered on January 1st, 2022. It'll still be offered on January, 20, uh, January 1st, 2023. The gospel words will not pass away. And so no matter what other changes we go through, we know that the gospel message, the saving truth, that God himself loved us so much that he became one of us, that he died for our sins on the cross and then rose from the dead. That message does not change. And that won't change, no matter what circumstances may. And then a third point um, that we get from our gospel reading is that we need to learn, we're told, the lesson of the fig tree. That when its branches become tender uh, and sprouts leaves, we know that summer is near. That we were able to read that this is the sign. That's the time for the fig tree to start getting ready to bear fruit. And that we, it's time to bear fruit. Uh, Pope Francis has urged us. Our Archbishop has urged us. Particularly in the most recent synod document. That we need to go from just maintenance. Where we're holding down the fort. To mission. Where now we're ready to take this gospel message. That we've preserved. That we've loved. That we dedicated our times and lives and we're going to share it with the world. And we're going to get out there and let people know the saving love of Jesus Christ. This is the time to bear fruit. Just a closing point. Um, when we go through any kind of difficulties, difficult decisions, times of change, even times of sadness and of loss, it can be very, it could get all the worse when we consider that maybe we're going through them alone. Maybe no one else is there to support me. Maybe, um, I don't know, that, that these things can be difficult. Well, in that time we hear Michael, the great prince, guardian of your people, the great archangel, St. Michael, 
is praying for us. We don't go through this alone. God has sent his angels and his saints to accompany us, to pray for us. All of the saints to whom our parishes are dedicated are all praying for us. All the, all the angels, our guardian angels, are all praying for us. Um, and in, in a special way, we should turn to our mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Any time of difficulty, any tough thing we have to go through, um, gets so much easier when we have our mom there with us. And so in the time of this, our parishes coming together, all the hope that that can lead, the way the gospel will be presented, um, our mom is right there with us. And she's going to be with us the whole way. And so we ask our mother to pray for us uh, and to guide us along the way so that we can faithfully um, be prepared, not be afraid, uh, know that the, be wise in knowing that the gospel will not pass away and then be ready to bear abundant fruit uh, for the growth of the kingdom of God.